Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Men Podcast. <laughs> Last week, our hero was in grave danger. I don't. Know, I can't. <laughs> I don't even remember what happened. I don't have a him. script prepared. Mm. Uh, uh, welcome to another episode mm. where we sit and talk about the misogynistic mm. man on a mission. Yep. 007. Yes. I had never seen any of the 007 films. Yep. Uh, so we have set out to do them from beginning to end chronologically mm-hmm. because of some mental disorder I have when yes. it comes to completing everything in its entirety, right. which is a good, like, I, you know, I see a job through, damn it. <laughs> um, I won't apologize. And uh, so we, we rank them based on eight categories. Mm. Um, this is part number eight. So there's like the eighth one we've done? No, seven. Is it? Is it? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me count here. Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six. This is the seventh one we've done. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, so let's just jump in. Let's this, jump this, uh, this time around. The 1969 uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes, mm-hmm. which is important, you know. On Her Majesty was that was that was a di- that was a parody. That was uh, potentially. Yeah, you need the Secret Service in there for it to be mm-hmm. family friendly. <laughs> Not that any of these films have been family friendly. Not at all. No, no. 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 But uh, this is a big one for us. So this big. Is a new. This is a new 007. This is our it's, first. It's the actual same... proper 007 without right Sean Connery. But it's different. Yes, as the trailer states 17 times over, this one is different. (laughs) These Bond girls have class, (laughs) unlike the previous ones. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so category number one. Mm. Uh, And then at the end, I've got some just some things to point out, or if they come up sort of throughout, then, then, then I'll hit them. When mm. we, you know when they come up. Yep. Uh, category number one is plot. Mm. I gave this a solid seven. Wow, um, that's pretty high. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought sure. it was. It, it was unique. Yep. It was. Um, I appreciate the whole squabble at the beginning, like the tension between M and Bond. Sure. And you know him wanting to quit and and yeah. all of this stuff, but he doesn't really want to quit, and he's been taken off the case, so now he's got to prove himself because maybe he's been spending a little too much time between the sheets and not <laughs> enough time actually doing, doing his, his, job. his damn job. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and then you know we've got it's the whole thing was mind control, and mm-hmm. you know it was Spectre again, so that's that's fun for me because mm-hmm. it it feels like a proper spy. You know when your villain is like this secret spy, like this secret intelligence evil organization, mm. uh, then it's just fun. So I gave it a oh, seven. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Um, I too gave it a seven. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see where this goes if we match again, but yeah, you know there was just various things that liked. I felt just sometimes maybe there was a bit more of an artistic approach. Like there was a time where like we saw an angle of a shot and it was like the reflection of like uh, a casino sign, and just 
there were just some things where like Bond was cleaning out his desk from with gear from past films and the respective themes were playing. And I don't even like all those films, but I still just appreciated and thought it was an interesting approach. Um, yeah. Some specifics. I mean, I felt a little weird when Bond, like I, I felt like he was a prince with concubines at one point. Like he, there was, he was with all those women uh, who were patients and they don't even all understand what a genealogist is, but they seem to just be tripping over themselves just to like share the same oxygen he breathes. Well, I mean, the only other man, man that they've had access to is Blofeld. Well, I, but like, and why are, why are all the patients female? Like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Blofeld's a friggin' player. <laughs> um, Again, we suffer the same issue of instead of locking Bond somewhere where he will definitively not escape, like a broom closet, they lock him in like an area where he can access the sky rail. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm gonna pop a balloon here when I say this, probably because we're letting I'm letting the cat out of the bag where we're gonna go with this. But the reason I gave this a seven out of ten, it it's just such a contrast to the other films in every possible way, like. James yeah. Bond gets friggin' married. He has emotional underpinnings that are exposed. And ultimately, it just, the film doesn't end with him having intercourse on a boat. No. Okay. So, yeah, let's, I didn't know where to talk about yeah, this, but let's sure, talk about sure. it now. Yeah. He gets married. He gets married. And, and it's not just like a whatever, like he, he loves this woman. He, which, he's ready, he's ready to take his, his, bachelor ways and set them aside yeah to be this woman's man and which i have like i have a little bit of a problem with because like there's a interaction where he like the his future wife he's hanging out with he leaves and goes off to this patient hospital whatever you want to call it has intercourse with two women, attempts to have intercourse with a third woman, then he next sees this woman again, and then they they they, they get married. Like, I, I just felt like, hey, how emotionally attached were you that you were just off just doing, having other relationships? Hey, like, those are the sacrifices he has to make for England. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, he it, the way that it's portrayed, he is truly in love with someone. And then... She's murdered. Mm-hmm. Not not fifteen minutes after they've left the church. Just yeah. And he's this film ends and he's heartbroken. Like he I was I got emotional. I was yeah. like Yeah. Jeez. Like poor James Bond. Like yeah. it was the first time we'd really seen Bond show emotion. Right. So, it's yeah, it's interesting yeah. because I felt like it was a surprise to me, but I, I felt like I had seen this in a documentary on Bond or something. So it was like 60% surprising, but 40% I kind of knew where it was going. So it was it, right, like, oh, okay, this is the moment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely interesting. So yeah, seven out of 10. I, I felt it was All right. so good. Yeah. Uh, portrayal of Bond. Okay. This is an interesting category because mm. it's a different actor. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a seven. I look. I thought this is going to be jarring. Sure. And maybe for the first five minutes it was. Mm-hmm. 
And then I didn't care that it was Sean Connery. After that, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, sure, this is James Bond. Uh, and and then I liked that it wasn't Sean Connery. Like, mm. honestly, I felt like this was more in line with who I wanted Sean, or, or, who, Sean Connery. This is more <laughs> in line with who I wanted James Bond to be, to be than sure. any portrayal I had seen prior. Yep, yep, that's fair, that's fair. Um, and sir, could you recap? What did you give it out of ten again? A seven. A seven. Interesting. I also gave it a seven out of ten. Oh my goodness. Um, we we kind of just hit we're, on this. We're but... not often on the same page with movies, but when we are, it's about yeah, Her Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> In joking aside, it just seems Bond like James Bond films. We do a line, and then everything else, we're just very off. But we hit yeah, on this. Womanizers is the glue that holds <laughs> yeah, us together. Yeah, apparently. Um, but yeah, Bond ties the knot. Like, uh, I found it very interesting, just the sequence where he's like, I'll have to find something else to do. And just the concept that he's ready to move on with his life with someone he loves. And I, I, I just, it's very interesting watching this, an emphasis on the first time we see this. And the first time we see Bond making such a polarizing decision in this nature. To varying degrees, it's it's interesting, and it it made me sad that this is the only time we will see this guy as Bond. Right? Yes. Right. He doesn't come back. He was. He held his own. He held because you know who plays Bond in the next one. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. He's back. He's back. You can't get rid of me now. Um, After I had all this I too. swore off the last one. I decided. Uh, you know, I like to drive fast cars right. and have sex with random women. In boats. And I just wasn't getting that in the other films <laughs> I was trying to do. So back to the patrol. So I might as well do this one now because <laughs> later on I'm going to come back one more time in a non-eon. In a non-eon fashion. And then I have a feeling that at some point... I'll turn down the opportunity to be in a film called Lord of the Rings because it's probably not going to make any money. Or The Lion King. Or The Lion King because no one cares. Shimba. Can you imagine? Could you Everything, imagine? Shimba. Everything the light touches. You can have sex in. You can have sex on it. Just so you know, Shimba. <laughs> the female lions are yours to command. It's they so need to do bad. everything that you tell them to do. Oh, it's so bad. Money penny. But anyway, back back to the portrayal of Bond. I just I, I got a bit of a hoot when he, he made a comment about being celibate till marriage, and I'm like, dude, you just had relationships with like sixteen patients at a at a hostel, so shaving myself Shaving <laughs> yourself in what way? Um it's some interesting things too. One sorry, one is that he just made some comments just because he was a new Bond, like this never happened to the other fella. But I found very cool when they showed his family crest saying that the translation was the world is not enough. Yeah, and all that I was will a fun say moment. Is, I was like, will, ah, it's coming. We will see that again. Yeah. Do you know what I just was thinking about? Hmm. James Bond could make so much money if he gave himself 
to science so that they could just literally test out STD treatments. <laughs> if they're like, we need someone who no has matter what everything. we're trying to treat, he's probably <laughs> he's got, got it. it. It probably has the worst version of it too. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got like every <laughs> mutation of chlamydia possible. God, dear goodness. But, yeah. Uh, so moving on, mm-hmm. um, villain. Yes. I gave this a six. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, this was a different Blofeld. Uh, to me, Blofeld, I said this in, in the last one, Blofeld is the quintessential Bond villain. Mm-hmm, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but... I just didn't like this portrayal of him. I yeah. like, you know, the other guy. The other guy, I said, like, you know, he was perfect. He had kind of like this, this sort of German style Russian accent, mm. and he had sort of like some scarring on his face, and he was just very, you know, very stereotypical Bond villain. Oh yeah, and this guy was just like, not any of those things no 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 he was like you know some puerto rican bald guy that like <laughs> you know ha- had great skin yeah and it's yeah. like yeah uh, <laughs> I, you know i don't know mm-hmm. so I, I i i didn't i didn't score it as high i gave it a six sure. something interesting yep uh and i had to look this up sure because yep. There's the moment when I mean Bond is there under the ruse of uh, of this genealogist, mm-hmm. um, and and so I'm sitting there going, "Well, wait a second. Bond and Blofeld came face to face in the volcano layer at the end of You Only Live Twice, right? So how?" Why do they not know? Why does Blofeld not know that that's Bond? Right, right. Is Blofeld yeah. like, well, I don't. It's oh, a different yeah. actor. I you know, that's I don't true. know. It was a different actor. What do I know? I you know. <laughs> that's and true. Um, I never considered that. Yeah, he's a different guy. I'm a different guy. I don't know. We weren't in that movie together. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. But so it turns out mm-hmm. that Roald Dahl, okay. who wrote the script for. Uh, you only live twice, which hmm. is interesting because Roald Dahl did like he's like the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory guy. Oh, right, like he wrote the novel, like he's a novel guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote that. I'm pretty sure he wrote like Charlotte's Web. Hmm. I could be wrong about that, but he definitely did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Cool. Um. So, anyways, uh, I guess he took some liberties. He added in the scene. Uh, where Bond and and Blofeld meet each other at the end of You Only Live Twice, which was not accurate to the novel. Oh, interesting. Whereas the writer of uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service mm-hmm. played it much closer to what actually it was much more faithful to the novel. Okay, and so that's why that discrepancy happens. Right. Um. And and the writers on this one, there was talk early on about um, explaining it away that that there was some kind of like that Bond had gotten plastic surgery, <laughs> and and that's also why he looked like it like he was a different actor now because he'd gotten plastic surgery mm. in order to not be recognizable to Blofeld. What? 
but ultimately they abandoned that and was like, well, that's probably that's for the best. St- st- that's stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was something I had to look up, uh, which didn't doesn't affect my score for the villain. Fair enough. Um, but ultimately, I just didn't I didn't like this portrayal of Blofeld. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you gave it a six out of ten. I gave it a six. This is getting weird. I also gave it a six out of ten. So I uh, people are <laughs> going to stop believing us. People are going to be like they're freaking sharing notes. We make a note. We make a point. We don't talk about the we content. We don't even talk about it. We, we did, if like, we, we do, don't share anything. It's like a screenshot of the film, and it's like, oh, isn't that interesting? And we we save it for the episode, so we are going in blind. But yeah, yeah essentially, just summarizing, I, I Spectre and the Dang Cat are back again. That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. A little corny as a villain. He followed some cliches, just seducing the Bond girl at the end, like, hey, if you want to live, you should be my mistress, and some yeah. such. I the one thing that I I mean if which if I were a villain I Yeah. I don't know. When in Rome. I guess. I, um the one thing I literally were. when in Banff. When in when in Swiss aren't they in like Switzerland? Yeah. Um when I watched this sequence I laughed out loud. We see the patient's treatments related and the one we see is related to their like I think it's like her chicken intolerance. And the yep. chicken hypnobabble we just are subjected to was so ridiculous. Like in a James Bond film, it was like, I forget exactly what he said, but it's like, you will enjoy the chicken breast you eat for lunch. It is so delicious. Blah, blah, blah. Chicken and hypnobabble. Blah, blah, blah. Like I laughed out loud. I'm like, what am I watching? But well, that and that, yeah, that whole and the scene at the dinner table, right? Because mm. the whole thing was like, I used to not like potatoes, and now all I'll eat are these damn tater tots. And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even need ketchup. I just dry dog them. I just, <laughs> I just take them and throw them right in, and right. I love them so much. Love and them. I'm in, I'm in room eight. Let me write it on your thigh, on your thigh with this lipstick with no that smudges. I've for some reason brought to the table with me. Yeah. We don't use surnames. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't tell you who I am. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But you gave it a six. I gave it a six. Six. Okay, gadgets. Yep. Uh, just trying to look at my thing here. Yeah, I gave yeah. gadgets. Uh, uh, I gave gadgets a seven. Okay. Yeah. There aren't a lot. No. In this film. No. But I do think I do like the way. I I really enjoyed seeing the gadgets from previous films show mm. up in the you know I why he's all keeping them in his desk I don't really know who knows um but so that was cool the thing that I think was the coolest for me was that Bond in this one was very MacGyvery mm. he was very like the way that he gets himself out of his room right wasn't a gadget it was it was his you know using his head smarts true. Um, you know, so stuff like that, stuff like ripping out the liners of his pockets. Mm, yeah. You know, which I just pictured, you know, I was like, oh, these are just regular pocket liners, right? It's like yeah. there was no like deleted scene where Q is like, let me introduce <laughs> you to the newest pocket liners, 007. Yeah. Impervious to all gondola lift lines. Right. Right. Um, but I, yeah, I, so I gave it a seven. Cool. I thought, uh, I thought it was 
about uh, the use of gadgets and 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 overall Bond esque tech uh, was cool because they, even at the beginning we see, we see radioactive lint, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, and right. and the acknowledgement that uh, that the ways the ways of spies are changing and that we're that spy tech is becoming microscopic and that MI6 is going to have to pick up their shit and they <laughs> expect to, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think this is, so this is the first time we differ. I just was generally not that impressed. I gave it a three out of 10. I just, okay. I felt like the decked out ski chalet with a million switches and a system set up for hypnosis. Like, I guess that's kind of something cool. But there's yeah, like they get their ki- they get their kits and there's yeah, like Blofeld yeah. had the coolest gadgets of anyone. Yeah, I guess. But the little compact with the radio receiver in it and stuff. Yeah, but just like the construction carrying, which I guess gives James Bond a photocopier when he's like going through those secret documents when he's. Yeah. I was just like, really, really, and um, like a micro camera at the end. I, I was like, all right, that's cool, I guess. And I still don't understand how he actually managed to get out of his locked room. Like, I, I guess he shorted the wall or the, the door somehow, but. It's, yeah, it seems like it. I guess. I guess that would fall in. I guess I could live with that because that's more of the macgyver thing that he did. So I could live with that. But yeah, three sure. out of 10. I, I wasn't that impressed. Okay. Uh, fights in action. Mm. I gave this a five. I sure. really struggled with this. Um, I think. And I, I probably could have scored this higher than I did. I think that it, the fights, the choreographing in this, these fights, the actual moves that they were doing were fantastic. Mm, yep. The action, the the skiing, chasing, and all of that stuff. Um, the the guy, the the very graphic depiction of a guy going through a snow machine thing. Mm. Uh, and then spraying his entrails everywhere. <laughs> right. Like just it, it it this was the most action packed one we'd seen. Yes. Yeah. But what hurt it okay. was that this is probably the worst edited film I've ever seen. <laughs> There's so many cuts mm. in this film. Yeah. Every 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 punch that was thrown in a fight scene was a different cut, was right. a different shot. Right. And and I've never ever seen this done before, mm-hmm. where there'd be a conversation happening, mm. or there'd be a fight that was happening, yep. and and there'd be twenty different cuts, twenty different angles, mm. and they were using this is like such an amateur screw up. They right. were using the audio from each separate cut. Like there was no audio engineering that happened in this. Right. So conversations, like the level of people's voices and the echoiness of people's voices would change mid-conversation. And like fighting would happen and and yeah, that just like there'd be uh, the sound effect from one punch. It was almost like they did all the sound design and then cut the film together because there'd be a sound effect from a punch. Yep. And then a cut would happen for the next punch, but the cut actually cut off the tail end of the sound effect from the previous punch. Oh. It was so jarring to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave it a five. 
Okay. Yeah. Because uh, because to me it was great, but <laughs> right. But but awful. Yeah. And so it kind of fell right in the middle. That's fair. Um, for I guess for some same some different reasons, I gave it a five as well. Um, wow. Yeah. You know, basing it off of just some of the ski chase scenes, I, I just generally why I gave it a five wasn't amazing, but it wasn't bad. And we've seen some bad 60s kind of actiony stuff in the past few. One, a couple specific scenes, like they literally showed all 10 minutes of a henchman falling off a cliff. Yes, it took forever. <laughs> like, and then, okay, and like, then this was... I know, but like, here's the thing. Like, I kept thinking like, okay, they're going to cut away now. No, they'll, they'll cut away now and we'll hear a splat. Oh, no, no, we're going to... Like, it just kept going on. Yeah, and and... I thought to myself, because the guy hits the ground. Yep. And he's fallen a very long way. Like 10 minutes worth. I don't care that that's snow that he's hitting. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to explode. (laughs) Yeah, sadly, yeah. Like he's hitting the ground and he's going to be in 20 pieces, but he hits the ground and he's like perfectly intact and it's like, no, like he could probably stand up and shake it off. (laughs) And so then I thought to myself, okay, well, they just couldn't show that because it was too graphic. And right. then three minutes later, it's raining guts. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, apparently not. Apparently yeah. we're just stupid about what happens when you fall half a kilometer. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that bothered me. That's my next point. Like, I just cannot believe we saw henchmen thrown into snowblowers. Like, that is ridiculous. It was so graphic. It was so graphic. I, I loved I, it. I was just caught off guard. Um. I and I literally don't know. There was kind of like the racing racing scene where they went and kind of crashed a race. I literally don't know how the henchmen survived because the car blows up twice. The car blows up, then they get out, then it blows up again. I'm like, how did you survive the initial explosion? I just I just didn't understand. But um, I also didn't get how literally Bond and the Bond girl were literally covered in mere powder after that severe of an avalanche. That seemed like a bit of a plot hole. And the one have you pa- ever been to Switzerland? I have, but not in an avalanche. Okay, well then you don't know. <laughs> I I just I feel like I've watched the Discovery Channel enough to know about avalanches. Okay, it's kind of like Shark Week, but avalanches. Okay. Yeah. Um. The one thing that I'll end up on is that it was positive. I loved the sliding. Bond was sliding on ice towards henchmen in kind of the final action sequence. And it was so badass because it was just kind of cool, but it was for the first time that I can remember or at least enjoying it, there was an action scene playing like the James Bond theme. And it was just so yes. cool. And I actually loved it. I'm like, doo, okay. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I appreciated it. It wasn't painful to like watch. Is a sign of things to come. I would agree wholeheartedly. Most of these films I've ended saying, well, at least we're one film closer to the ones that I enjoy. This one actually wasn't all all that bad. At least now they're drinking. He's drinking them shaken, not stirred. Exactly. The exactly. other way around. Yeah. Which I wonder. I wonder if that was a screw up. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Like that guy was like, oh, shaken, not stirred, mm-hmm. and and Bond was like, oh, that's he's thinking to himself, shit, that's that's not the way I like them, but I don't want to be rude, and then. And then he takes it and he drinks it and he's like, God damn, like, <laughs> what? this is what I've been missing out on? 
<laughs> All right. I've, sure. I've seen the light. I've changed my ways. Do it up. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, supporting characters. Sure. Uh, no, Bond Girls. Isn't that first? Bond Girl, right. Yeah, yep. sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond Girl. Yep. I gave this a seven. I thought, okay, look, okay. I'm, not ready to, I'm not ready to dethrone Honey Rider. Oh, of course not. But Contessa. Sure. Was was is the next best thing? Sure, she's, she's the best thing that we've had yep. since Honey Rider. Sure, she was just strong. She carried her own. Mm-hmm. He freaking marries her. Yeah, um, she's she's just. I I don't know what it was about it, but it, yeah. it, it was it was it was finally someone who mm. it wasn't a Bond girl that was like actually working for the other side. You know, we're not yeah. flirting yeah. with the the villain's girl. Sure. Um, cause I don't like that. No, no, no. Um, pick a side and stay on it. Yep. Uh, and, and it, and she wasn't like a ditzy damsel either. No. Like she carried her own. I really liked Contessa. I gave her a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's fair. I gave it a four. So not wow. as good. I, yeah, I, I didn't think it was bad, but it, it could have been better. No honey rider. Uh, some things that caught my, my attention. First of all, just. Not a direct quote, but pretty much. Your daughter needs counseling. No, my daughter needs a man to control her life and tell her what to do. How does a dowry sound? Of gold? And I was like, what the heck am I watching? Like, this is... Wow. Um, uh, to have lived in the 60s. To have lived in the 60s, apparently. We, I guess we still don't get a lot of emotional levels, just that, like, hey, she hates Bond, and then literally one minute later becomes so in love with him that there's, like, this montage that I was like, am I watching a Nicholas Sparks film? And it just, right. it was pretty snap. Like, my neck was kind of snapped from just the whiplash of, of what happened. But the the one resonating thing, poor Money Penny at the wedding. She was... She was, like, in tears. Always, She's like, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Ah, uh, supporting characters. Yep. I gave this a six. Hmm. Uh, nobody really like uh, M. I would consider M more of a supporting character in this one. We we got yeah. to yeah. We got a little more out of M. Uh, it was just nice to see. It was nice to see M and Q. At Bond's wedding, mm. um, and sort of that interaction, sure, and uh, yeah, and 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 I mean that's that's kind of mostly it, yeah. Um, as far as supporting characters, I don't like, yeah, I don't, I don't, for some reason, I don't count villainous supporting characters as supporting characters. I don't know why. Okay, no, so that's like fair. you know the the Freulein, whoever she is i don't who cares yeah. you know i don't factor her in no um but the the uh the ditzy patients and any of the secret service personnel that we that we saw mm. uh yeah i gave it a 6 i could could have been much higher mm. could have been a lot lower one of the ditzy patients i can't remember if i wrote it down was actually from or was also in the casino royale Oh really? Yeah. Huh. One of the ones he had uh, interaction with, if you know what I mean. I believe the word you're looking for is intercourse, <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Um Bond sorry, supporting character. I gave it a five out of ten. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Not too far off. Yeah. The matchmaker Papa was kind of cool, like that gang syndicate leader who literally has mm. an armed force and like they they have flamethrowers. Like, well, yeah, well, you would, right? Like, I, would you? I would. <laughs> I guess. And I like how he's like, she likes you. I, I can tell. And Bond's <laughs> like, you must give me the name of your Oculus. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yes. Um, I, and I loved Q at the wedding. Something felt so right. I'd absolutely have him give a speech without a doubt. Because um, he was very like, um, you know, 007, I have always thought that you were, excuse me, I just sneezed. Oh, I man. have COVID, I swear. I hope. I swear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, you know, 007, I've always thought that you were rather... Hmm. And then <laughs> Contessa Contessa chimes in. What did she say? Image ir- irresponsible. Mm. And Q is like, yes, irresponsible. <laughs> that is the word I would use. Right. Irresponsible. Right. Um. And he's like, but you know, I'm. If there's any, I take all of that back. And mm-hmm. and if there's anything that you ever need from me, anything I can ever do, right. Just let me know. Mm-hmm. And then Bond all swift. He's like, thanks, but. Uh, you know, <laughs> this time I am the one with the gadgets, mm-hmm. and I know how to use them too. Yeah, right. Like, which is a weird way to reference your penis. Very weird. It is what it is. Time so. and a place. That's not the time or the place. Yeah, or the man to 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 do it with. <laughs> just... He was frail. He's probably got a pacemaker. He doesn't need to hear about your <laughs> your hidden Glock. <laughs> uh, so I gave. Sorry, what kind of we're on? What... We're, oh I give yeah. it a, a five uh, out of ten. Yeah, supporting char- you you already said yeah, yeah supporting characters. The only thing I gave it a, uh, I give it a six. six. You gave it a five. Cool. The only thing I thought about ra- was random was there was that random f- dude who followed Bond the whole time, and it was like oh like there must be something to this. It kind of seems like he's tracking him. He went up the mountain and eventually was like strung up and killed. And did I miss something, or was he just like a random that had nothing to do with anything? I think he I think he was another agent. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Fair right, that was that, that was double oh eight. Oh, uh, okay. Fair enough. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Bond song. Bond song. I gave this a four. What a shit! So- like I honestly, I could have. I probably should have given it lower. But I didn't want to screw up the score yeah, too yeah. bad for this movie because I mostly liked it. Sure. What a shit song! Like there were there was no lyrics. It didn't feel yeah. like a Bond thing. Yeah. And and literally they're like, well, we know that you're new, and we would you know you're our 007 moving forward. However. Mm. Uh, your opening sequence is just going to be us showing clips of previous Bond films with Sean Connery. Right. Um, uh, we hope you don't mind. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was I. I just I. I didn't feel this song at all. Yeah, I gave it a five out of ten. I'm not too far from you. I felt the montage with flashbacks, however, I did find interesting. But yeah, the song was okay to average at best. The the song just so felt so lacking without any lyrics, and I just found it disappointing. Um, right. And I, I appreciated the Bond theme playing in the final action sequence. I touched on that before. I, I enjoyed it. And very cool to have Louis Armstrong sing a, a song in your film that's for a montage. And I touched on this before. It, it felt like a scene from a Nicholas Sparks film. Very out of place, mm. but very, yeah. very unique. Mm-hmm. 
so if I to- tally all hold, that up, hold the phone. S- hold the phone. Oh, one, right. Well, the unofficial God. one-liners category, which I add, doesn't influence yeah. my score. This one I didn't. And I believe even... there's two. There's two notable entries that I can think of. You you might be surprised. This one I I didn't even bother ranking. I just felt it was not very good in this film. They they fell flat. Oh to me. really? I had two. I thought there was there was two that I thought were like Do some it. of the best ones. Yeah, yet. yeah. Go for it. So obviously, when the guy goes through the, the <laughs> snow machine, yeah, and yeah. Bond is like, he had a lot of guts. That was... I'm like, oh my god, that's so on the nose. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, uh, but it's corny, but I guess it's good. The other one's right at the beginning of the film, sure. and it's incredible. Kay. To me, it was perfect. Kay. When she takes, when he rescues Contessa, and she takes his car and drives it up the the beach, and then mm. like uses gets in her, you know, yep. and he just looks at the camera and he's like, "This never happened to the other guy, yeah, that or the was other good. fella." Yeah. yeah, it never happened to the other fella. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so good. It's like a fourth wall break yeah. in a 007 film. There was some, there was some oomph to them, that's fair, but there were just some flat ones, like when he said Merry Christmas or maybe you should have been gift-wrapped or looks like we've hit rush hour. And I'm like, ah, come on, man. Yeah, those were lame. Yeah. Interesting but. of note, you called it a snow machine. That actually means to some people in our province, but not around our region, a snowmobile. Oh, okay. Well, a snowmaker, a, a, an artificial s- snow shooter. Fair enough. Thing, yeah. something that takes snow and Moves hucks it. it out into the. Fair yeah, enough. I don't know. Yeah, good. Big, 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 stupid snowblower on a tripod. <laughs> All right. So, what, what, what did you come across as a score? Six point one, which is interesting Ooh, for two reasons. It one, is. it ties with "You Only Live Twice." Wow! So, it, so both the last one and this one tied. But yep. what makes that interesting is it means it ties for second place. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I I did not fare as good, but I was close. Okay. So I, I gave five point two five out of ten. All right. And it came second that's better than half it is better than half and it came in second to goldfinger Ooh, this, mm-hmm. so this is your second favorite one apparently okay apparently i i i you know what i i can get behind i i did really like this one it was actually pretty tolerable i'm not gonna lie i really yeah i thought this this was one of the strongest ones yet i would agree i would agree yeah cool. um uh, i've got a couple of notes please just small things uh, what is it like? 007, Has he? Is this the first time he's seen a Playboy centerfold? <laughs> that and was like, weird. Cause he's getting weird about it, and then he takes <laughs> it with him. Yeah, I don't know what he's was like, up with that. He's like, this, well, this belongs to me now. Mm-hmm. Like you know, even though he wasn't. It wasn't Sean Connery, but in my head, it's still, it was his inner Sean uh, Connery, I guess. Yeah, and he took he freaking took the Playboy with him. Yeah, like, what a weird, super like, weird. And why was there a Playboy there? That's yeah, not a. I don't know. That's not a waiting room magazine. No, no, I don't. I don't know. Uh, also, his line when he's when he's um, he's buttering up the patients. Mm. The line that he uses twice or th- sure. up three times, yep. where he's like, "You know, you're a picture. You're a picture yourself, and twice as lovely in the firelight." Mm. Which is such an insult because that ultimately <laughs> translates into. 
Honey, right. you're much better looking when the lights aren't all the way on. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, mm. who the hell? Mm-hmm. Who the hell holds a cigarette the way that Blofeld holds a cigarette in this movie? <laughs> Did mm. you notice? No. He holds it between Do you have a pencil in front of you? Yep. Okay, so take the pencil. Okay. And hold it between your thumb okay. and index finger. Got it. <laughs> and imagine that the the that the end that's sticking out yeah. is obviously the lit end. Sure. And and the rest of it is like down in the palm of your hand. Right. And that's how he holds <laughs> his cigarettes. And then now, now without switching it, mm-hmm. because there's a scene where he does this and it looks so awkward. Sure. Without switching the, the configuration of it in your hand. Yep. Pretend to take a puff from it now. Yeah, okay. And it's this it's this horrifically awkward and I'm just like I'm watching it going, mm-hmm. Who they why? I feel like that was a that was a decision that the actor made to be like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to add some depth to this character. He's an idiot with his cigarette. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Um, grenade timing. Okay. It's a really good thing that Blofeld dropped that grenade into the bottom of his car because had he not, <laughs> had all of that not happened, mm-hmm. then the grenade wouldn't have blown up at the exact moment that 007 reached it. Right. He would have thrown it and it would have it would have gone off way too soon. Oh yeah. Or way too late. Yeah, it would right. have gone off way too late. Yep. Yeah. Uh and finally <laughs> the moment when Contessa's father mm-hmm. needs Contessa to just, you know, forget Bond, we have to go. We have to go now. Yeah. Without even getting much kickback from Contessa, decides you're probably not going to be cooperative. Mm-hmm. I'm going to punch you out. <laughs> I'm going to render you unconscious right. with my fist <laughs> and then turn to the guy beside me and say, spare the rod, spoil the child, eh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I laughed yeah, out loud. I, I was like, know. he punches his daughter I out and then is know. like, spare the rod, spoil the child. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy's like, "Well, you're my boss, so I guess I gotta laugh at this crap." Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> go along with that, but I'm also gonna look for other employment. You yeah. freak! Can I use you as a reference? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's that's cool. That's, cool, cool. Those those are my notes. All right, uh, let's wrap it up. I've got a trivia question for you. Oh yeah, it's the standing one. The trivia. The, the first is, I'm gonna. Not in a question form, but just as a here's an interesting fact form. I'm go- when a bond departs, when possible, I'm going to give th- the reported reason or a reason I found on the internet of why they quit as bond. So the reason Sean good. Connery apparently quit was he was just worried about typecasting. He quote unquote had become completely identified with James Bond, and it became a little wearing on him, and he found it a little boring. And I found that a little surprising because then after this, he still returns for two more films. So I'm not sure exactly what's up with that, but apparently it's he... It's a bloody nightmare. <laughs> when I go to the bank, the bank teller's throwing herself at me saying, take me, take me, James. <laughs> yeah. It's not who I am. I have to branch out. I have to yeah. I have to be in films about extraordinary gentlemen. Yeah. 
Um, some interesting things I found when I was looking, there was like a whole list of like different people that were considered, uh, not necessarily for Her Majesty's Secret Service, but prior to that, um, through the Sean Connery years. But apparently at one point, Dick Van Dyke was considered not chosen, but in consideration, which weird, I, it would have been weird. I love Dick Van Dyke. And I, I've said on this show before, I would like, the, I wish he was in more stuff in, in, in the past. But I'm not sure if I wanted that. So I'm glad that didn't happen. And He's American. And he doesn't... Uh, oh, it's like white yeah. guys sitting there going, well, we need a new 007. <laughs> well, I've got an idea, sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, I watched Mary Poppins last night, and I think that bloke <laughs> could do a good job. You mean the guy that goes, hello, hello, hello? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. That guy? The, the, the governor guy? All yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the other I can believe a bit more, Cary Grant was apparently considered, but he personally declined for I'm not sure what reason, but I could see that one a bit more, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I don't think it was, the, I don't think he would be the right choice, but I can see it a little bit. Do you uh, know who, maybe, okay, maybe I'm no. jumping the gun here. Oh, yeah, if it's about future ones, we should save it, put it in well, your head. I was just, I was just going to say who was considered, uh... Who who turned down the role mm. and then it ended up going to Pierce Brosnan instead? But maybe I'll. Well, let's wait for that one. All right. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. Uh, All right. My my one and only question for you: We ask this every time because this oh. is the first time of you viewing the film series. Where do you think this episode of the James Bond saga ranks as far as the hierarchy of Rotten Tomato rankings? So, do you think this is near the top, near the bottom? Put a number between 1 and 26 on it. I think it's near the top. Okay. Um, what slots are left you could in the go top 10? 2, 5, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm going to go 7. I think it's 7. Wow, my friend. Right on the dot. On really? Your Majesty's Secret Service, just a notch below Thunderball, which I think we'd both disagree with. But it, it yes. got 80% and it's the seventh. So we've got Goldfinger at one, From Russia with Love three, Doctor No four, Thunderball six, Majesty's Secret Service seven, dip down to 11 and we have Yolt, Yolt Yolo T, You Yolt. Only Live Twice. And then way at the bottom, number 26, last place, we've got Casino Royale, the original. Doesn't Yolt sound like a brand of like Swiss deodorant? Yeah, or like a yogurt Ew, drink. Yolt for men. I think a yogurt drink, like Yolt. 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 But still Swiss. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Or sweet, or sw- like Sweden kind of. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. You yeah. have to have the Yolt. You got to. Yeah. Uh, that's not, if you're from Sweden and listening, we're, <laughs> we're, we're very ignorant. We, we don't know anything about anything. I'm if sorry. you're from Sweden and listening, or if you're from anywhere and listening, and you haven't liked, follow, subscribed on the social media links that are below this episode, do it. Also, check out Maybe our Patreon page, and uh, you can consider supporting the show. And thank you for listening. What do you mean if you're from anywhere and listening? Those of you that are from nowhere and listening, <laughs> you you do you. <laughs> But those of you that are from somewhere and listening, follow us on social media, damn it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, that's, so that's interesting. Seven, seven, okay. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I thought to myself, it's really good, so I think it should be top 10. I think so. Five seemed ambitious. Two yeah. is 
super ambitious. Two, two, it'll be interesting. You'll have to reserve two for something special because that's pretty high. That's the highest one you've got. Well, it's the highest one I have left. Yeah. 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 But seven, seven, eight, and nine, I was like, ah, it could be any one of those three. It could be none of those three. Oh, yeah. But it could be any one of those three. Mm-hmm. Seven was the first one you said, so I yep. just jumped on seven. Yeah. Seems, seems fair. Huh. All right. Well, cool. until next time, <laughs> remember, if you're going to leave a franchise, come back to it at least twice <laughs> to milk that cow. <laughs>